1: the lakers fast break podcast sterile glass for coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there that's all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break lakerholics.com and of course, our great friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Whew. Hear that sound? That's me biting my nails for the second game in a row because once again, the Lakers pull out another nail biter, this time without LeBron. This time, who I, we thought was going to be here, but then in the morning on Twitter, sorry, I'm close, but not quite enough. No LeBron, no AD, no Dennis Schroeder, no Caruso. Still, in the end, thanks to a Kyle Kuzma layup with just a few seconds left and a Wes Matthews steal and a THT free throw, the Lakers did manage to pull out a victory over the Houston Rockets 124 to 122. And here today to talk about the game. And the raising of the banners, who said it would be no problem today, no problem at all for the Lakers. And I told them they always have problems when they come, you know, like all these teams, when they get their rings and they get their banners, they always are thinking about that and never think about the game. But thank goodness they snapped out of it in time. Is was a good man indeed. You got to check out what he's doing today. As the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com, it is Laker Tom and Laker Tom we talked about it just before we went on the air. They tied. Let's just say for all intents and purposes, because the radio didn't say they tied, but I think you said you got word on TV that they tied it. A Lakers record: eighty-four points inside the paint. They ESPN were having is
0: eighty-six.
1: Eighty-six. Okay, with that Kyle the Kuzma layup, they would break thing. the
0: old record of eighty-four that was set against Houston a okay. long time ago.
1: So eighty-six points in the paint with that Kyle Kuzma layup with okay. just a few seconds left. Just an incredible pathway. I, I understand that there's no inside presence right now for Houston because they're basically just playing G-leaguers at this point in time. But I want to hear your thoughts. When you see this kind of performance without all the players that I listed, and like I said, over the – you know, kind of a smoke screen that happens and kind of, you know, you're out of it because you're in, in that lullabaloo land, because you've just either gotten the rings or you got, in this case, the banner goes up and you're celebratory mode and all that. The Lakers did snap out of it, led a great portion of the game and ultimately pulled it out on top.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those traditional games where basically they're, they may have be playing a bunch of G leaguers and, uh, Dan Tony may be long gone. They don't have that same general manager. He's not there anymore. Daryl Morey. Um, Morey? But man, they're still playing the same game, firing threes. And uh they out they made 11 more threes than the Lakers. 33 points. That's why the game was close. Yeah. They also got to the line. They were aggressive in that sense and they made five more free throws than we did. So you you add that up. That's 38 points. They won but they lost the paint situation by 36 points. And that's kind of ironic because when you add those together, it shows a very close game is exactly what happened. One team scoring right next to the basket and the other firing away from three. I liked the game in a lot of ways, simply because there were seven players who came through and played well. And you have to remember you call these guys G leaguers, but man, they they had a couple of players who played extremely well. And oh, yeah.
1: uh, uh, Kenya Martin, I Schuster- remember once
0: Gerald, you recommending that, that we go after Kelly Olenek. I wouldn't mind signing the guy this summer. He is a small ball. He is a small ball center that scares the heck out of the other team because he's a guy that you have to put a big and mobile defender on. You can't guard him with a smaller, and it's not like Marcus Gasol out there. You can see the difference of of what makes a prolific or a high-volume three-point shooter versus a guy who just can only dip the shot when he's open. And if you compare a Linux game as a perimeter shooter with his step-back move and so forth to Gasol, it's easy to see why Mark is lucky to make, you know, one out of three per game, whereas a Linux can shoot 10, 15 threes in a game. And he's no sort of redefining him. So He's used this opportunity after getting traded in the Oladipo deal to redefine what he is as a player. Uh, but anyway, they, they've got some. They've got some good young talent there. You know, Elinic
1: is not going to be staying there. He's going to be yeah. leaving. No. I think he's. he's it, a there's free no coaches
0: for him there. They're yeah. they're not they're not rebuilding with uh, thirty plus year old guys like Kelly. Yeah,
1: he's a free agent this yeah. summer, and and he's going to go out and try and command some big bucks. I think that he does a lot of things that, like you said, the Lakers could really utilize. I yeah. don't know if the Lakers would be able to afford him, and I think that's part of the problem. So, yeah. I, I also don't think defensively, you know, even though he's got a good size—if you looked at it on paper, seven feet, two thirty, two forty in that range, good size for a center, good mo- decent mobility. You think he'd be better on the defensive end, but unfortunately, he's not, and that's mm-hmm. I think his undoing. Unless yeah. he's trying to rip out the arms of Kevin Love, but we won't go there. I will say that he is someone that, with his shot making ability, especially from the outside, is someone that's going to be very desirable this summer.
0: Yeah, I think so too. The thing about it I, that I that I keep constantly pushing for is just the ability to have five outsets and and to play with you know, the guys who can shoot the ball from distance. Yeah. Players are getting paid that way, teams are drafting that way, teams are trading that way, free is going that way. You know, and in they just don't value rebounding and uh defense compared to scoring and assist, you know. Uh, Andre Andre Drummond played great tonight, I thought. And he's played two really impressive games in a row. Yeah. Taking care of the ball, making the right pass, not trying to push his shot. You know, I I still get angry when he misses what should be a lob, you know, and doesn't make it. But the guy hustles. He's making the right plays. He's making smart decisions. He has made a couple of good defensive plays tonight. You know, so maybe maybe he's just one of those guys that's going to take a whole season before he might really learn to play the right way, you know? I mean, because he hasn't done that before in his career, but he's sure making an effort at it. And yeah. You look at his double double, you know, he had a double double, but his double double doesn't stand up to Horton Taylor's Horton Tucker's double double because his is points and assists, and and Andre's is unfortunately points and rebounds, you know. Yeah, um, well, but I, still, I don't... still when you think about the ability to get a guy who plays within the constraints of the game as center for the Lakers who can get you a double double every night that's a that's a valuable thing. That's something that we didn't get with Dwight. It's something we didn't get with uh, any of the centers that we've got so far. Really, you know, well, um, Harold's you the closest thing, but never, never really in the rebounding age. Yeah. We don't have any of our centers, any of these last two years' worth of renaissance centers, as I call them, being able to produce double doubles. It's interesting to see what happens with respect to Drummond. I'm, I'm hoping that I have been overly critical of the man of his game and that uh, he's starting to show uh, a little more understanding of when and where to make plays and so forth. And, uh, you know, uh, if, 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 if he can do that, that that's exactly why the Lakers got him and what they've been hoping for. So I'm more than happy if, if it's just basically just taking him longer to get there than, than, than the fact that he wasn't going to get there at all. So it's well, very encouraging signs from Drummond Uh, Kuzma coming through with that clutch drive at the end of the game. I thought that showed a lot of moxie. Uh, I thought that there was some excellent play from, uh, from other guys. Morris, I thought, really started to see some life on his shot, hit two for four from deep. And he's a guy who also, too, which he didn't do last year, we're starting to see him take a smaller player and take him into the paint and shoot over him. You know, he's made a lot of those. 10 to 12 foot little jumpers. And, you know, whenever he gets an advantage, you can see him using his size to work down for that shot. A lot of good things to like. Um, Our defense, you know. Not tonight. Not tonight is exactly right. You know, I mean, but this is a live and die by the three league. And if you hit a team that's going to be hot with three, then they're going to make a lot of them. And they have some talent, man. This is still the NBA (laughs) These guys still, you know, you put each one of, any one of these in a gym anywhere around us and you all of a sudden have a superstar that nobody can keep up with. Yeah. These guys are really, really good. And the G League guys are really, really good. You know, I mean, that's where Caruso came from. That's where lots of lots of more players are coming from the G League. It'll be interesting to see how the guys that, that avoided college, you know, and played in the G League, how they end up mapping up against the guys who took the one-and-done route, you know, through college. But uh, big win for the Lakers tonight. Um, I wasn't really worried at the end of the game because I I tell you, these teams are fighting like heck to make – to stay in the fifth – I can't believe Portland. Portland is playing over their head. Um, And these – I mean, the Jazz are, like, getting beaten every night. The, the Suns are getting beaten every night. Um, I thought I thought for sure Portland had no chance after I was looking at their schedule. They've got the Nuggets and the – I think they've got the Nuggets and the Suns in the ne- or Suns and Nuggets in the next two games.
1: And all their – their magic number is one. Yes, yeah, they, they have to lose up. both
0: of those games, and we have to win both of our games yeah. for us to become the, the uh, number six, six seed, which is not going to happen, which is why I wasn't really worried when we blew that nine-point lead. Um Although I was pissed at it, you know, I was screaming at the television and so forth.
2: This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoopheads! we all hate
1: ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A R Y S E. And use the code Hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code Hoopheads to get 20% off. Well, let me go ahead and get L. Rob in here. I know that he's been waiting very patiently right now. So good man indeed. Also part of the Lakerholics.com crew is from Detroit, Michigan. Mr. L Rob and L Rob. Great to have you here. My friend, as always, I wanted to get your opinion on this. You saw tonight, Andre Drummond, someone who did play very well tonight. I'm not so convinced like Laker Tom that this might be a step forward because against who was he playing was he was the biggest man on campus. When you're talking about who was playing here tonight, this is a game he should have dominated. And, you know, obviously he's looking for a paycheck. He's going to dominate because he's got that extra motivation on days like these your thoughts, though, on the Lakers overall—a good victory by guys normally not asked to go ahead and do so much.
2: Gerald, great to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, Drummond—he's uh, notorious for feasting on uh, and bullying smaller guys, and and if he feels he's got the upper hand, he's you know he flexes. Yeah, it's just when he goes up against comparable size guys and talent-wise that he, he struggles. Yeah. And sometimes he tries to do too much at those at those in those yeah. situations. But when he can, you know, comfortably do his moves against guys, he usually produces pretty good. He played decent minutes, he probably would have had a 30, 15 game easily today. Yeah. Um, you know, but Vogel wanted to close it out with the other guys and, and that was good. Kudos to Wes Matthews making a big defensive play to save the game. Yes. Um, you know, it's just something about when you got a bet like Matthews and, and I mean even Danny Green last year guys who are always in the right place on defense that always makes the right plays you know you need guys like that if you're if you're trying to win a championship so um, it's good to see him you know come to life in the last couple of weeks and and make big plays um, the last couple of games uh, Kuzma was good you know it's just you know defensive optional games I'm not really big on those games and and, uh, you know, I know you guys talk about Olenek and and all he does, you know, can do on the offensive end. But he's going to give up to, you know, he's going to give it up on the other end, too. So, you well, know. That's I was, what I was saying. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, he can be a weapon that you can bring in in certain situations. But I don't want him playing big minutes. Well, he I'm wouldn't like, be. He would, he would be a third center on the a, on a Lakers, you know.
0: Oh, well, when, yeah, you need, when you need, when another team goes small against you, he's their counter. That's the counter you get to. Him. I yeah.
1: want I, I to go ahead. I'll, I'll let me interject here. Some one second. I want to give it back to L Rob after that. I think he would be the number one center right now. If you, with all the with centers that we have outside of, of course, AD, I'm not, not putting AD in this conversation. I would put you him ahead over, of, over. I would over. put him ahead of Drummond. I would put him ahead of Gasol. I would put him ahead of him ahead of Harold just because of how well he can score and how much he can score from the outside. I think he's a a lot more capable, plus he's a decent passer. Well,
0: uh, you know, I mean, you're definitely talking about a total trade of offense for defense, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you know, because Kelly only is not not going to draw draw foul. He's not even going to draw
2: charges. Give me the physical presence. Give me a guy who's going to play defense. Um, I mean, I'd much rather have Miles Turner, you know, who can do both.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. that's obviously,
0: yes. No, but, you know, for (laughs) – one of the main ideas of Gasol was a guy who could basically shoot from outside so he could stretch defenses. And, you know, just like I was talking earlier, it's 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 the ability to shoot that ball quick like Kelly does, you know, uh, or off of step backs and so forth that make him able to be a high-volume shooter, whereas you can't turn Gasol into a high-volume three-point shooter, you know, unless you're really running so a whole bunch of plays to get him open shots, you know.
1: But let's say he's playing alongside AD.
0: Yeah. No, that's listen, exactly I've I mean, always sold you're on you're, a stretch five.
1: I mean, if you cannot get the trade done for a Miles Turner, I'm just saying. I mean, that's obviously would be the most paramount because of his defensive and mm-hmm. offensive capabilities. I would say somebody like an Olympic or somebody to stretch the floor. Yeah, you, get it, probably the like you get somebody like him,
0: and then you get somebody like Collie Stein so that you can play the defensive game, somebody who can, you know, not be chased off the floor just because of defense. What chases people off of the floor is not being able to cover the three-point shooter. That's what causes traditional centers to
2: lose. Guys, you are forgetting one simple thing. Your future franchise player has told you, I do not want to play center. Yet you want to, you you guys want him to play center. He don't want to do it. Yep. Yeah, unless it's the playoffs, already, unless it's the playoffs. Right. He's already fragile. We're going well, he's already actually,
0: game. he's already said he's fine with doing it in the playoffs. And he That's played right. 40 50 he to 50 percent of the last
2: year. The guys, and Kelly I'm happy, nice, with, so that. I'm happy game, with
0: that. I'm happy with that. I also want to get like Miles Turner so that he can play the four all year long. You can play every game at the four. I would love to have Miles Turner.
2: I mean, I don't think anybody. can't get Miles Turner, then give me Turner. give me Kelly Olynyk and uh, Willie. I Cole like Kelly is my situational guy, but I don't want him starting like Gerald is talking about. Be well, I'm just saying. I'm no, just he's
0: saying, saying he start. He what he say is he'd start him. It, over no, if he was what here now, now. if
1: if he was the name on the team, I yeah. would start him now because you don't have other options. If Miles Turner, if he
0: or Drummond, just because of his offense, his offense yeah. would be fabulous with the Lakers.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying if you had the choice, obviously, and we have you pick and, Myles and Anthony Davis head, head cover and shoulders. Him. But I'm saying if you, of these three centers that you have now, and Andre Drummond, yeah. who has limitations, Marcus Saul, who has limitations, Montres Harold, who has limitations, and if you put Kelly on Linux and you have those guys as the other choices, yeah. that's my choice would be starting center for as far as it's concerned. Yeah. I'm not comparing but, but him you to Miles
0: Turner. Turner or Cat yeah. no. or. Uh... Yeah porzingis or uh yeah because yeah. so i would even
1: take forward. even how, even how bad Porzingis is on defense i would take porzingis over as far as just because of the type of scoring mentality he has but l rob you wanted to go ahead and interject
2: go ahead my friend so you're playing portland you want kelly olenic as your starting center to be banging with portland? yeah you're asking a question yes I'm well asking I'm, a question. you want him to be banging? last year in the playoffs. they played portland right you yeah. want Kelly to be banging with Nurkic. That's what you want.
1: Well, Nurkic wasn't you know, that much I, of a
2: factor last year. Last, last I wouldn't, I I wouldn't yes, want that him as our starting center. Back. Gerald is, wouldn't, Gerald really wouldn't good either.
0: I think Gerald is just saying that of the existing people we have now, who would be best?
2: Yeah. But, yeah. And I no, I, he I, he, I couldn't be, he, be he wouldn't be our that starting center. You. He
0: would be like a sixth man that you bring in, you know. Because he's done that before with Miami yeah. and he's done that yes, before I, with other I, I
2: teams. I have no problems with coming off the bench and in a situation. I'm, I'm a, a big
0: day. believer I, I, in spending money on the center position because I think that's a mistake that teams don't respect how important the center is to everything. I
2: but, know it's uh, a guards
0: game and, and it's they say it's a guards game, but it's really a wings game. But the yeah. centers really matter this, still.
2: This playoff will be interesting. We'll see if all this uh, space and pace and all of this stuff, Last year, the the biggest team, the strongest team, the most physical team won. We'll they, were also the, they
0: also played a lot with Anthony Davis at the five. That was the killer. You, you, yeah. well,
2: I mean, you already got Anthony Davis to serve that role. We don't need Kevin right. to do it. Well, well.
0: I, you know, I, I, what, here's, here's the scary thing is that last year, he played 25% of the regular season. Anthony Davis played 25% of the regular season at the five. This year... They've got him down to like eight percent. Yeah. And now last year in the playoffs, he jumped up to 40 percent. I think and, and and we saw guys, we saw yeah, a coach Houston, who would not bench Miami. He would not bench Howard or McGee all year long, and he benched both of them fairly rapidly in the playoffs
2: yeah, I and mean, very Houston. He played. He they those guys played against Portland. They played against yep. Denver. So I mean, you know, it
0: was situational. It was yeah, very, situational, year, very situational. Drummond, I think that's what we're going to see. I think that's mm-hmm. what we're going to see this year with with Anthony Davis playing a lot of five.
2: Yeah. So the Lakers are fortunate unless are unless five.
0: unless Drummond really all of a sudden start. Go ahead, l- Rob. Go, go ahead.
2: Fifteen and fifteen. Are you to see OB, If you going to see Embiid, or you going to see Brook Lopez? Mm-hmm. Possibly, if it's the Nuggets. I mean, if it's the Nets, then of course you're gonna go small more. But yeah. if it's a bigger team, you well, need. Well, the Nets a actually. Team the team Nets, team I, I not I'd actually go big. big strategy, <laughs> I mean, yeah. the Nets got nobody. To, you know, the Nets. We
0: DeAndre
1: Jordan time. is not going to win them a championship. Yeah. Sorry. They're, gonna,
2: they're gonna take Jordan now, and they're gonna go. They're gonna. they gonna hope teams play small. It, it just amazes me, but Blake is playing center for
0: them all the time now.
1: Albert Tokero just mentioned. Someone I had mentioned earlier in the year that I knew didn't please you at all, but Hassan Whiteside, who's buried right now in the Kings bench mm-hmm. and cannot even get a minute on that team right now. He's someone yeah. that, you know, big body can rebound to block shots, but uh, you know, cannot give you a whole lot outside of a lot of dunking on the offensive end.
2: Yeah. I think he's in COVID protocol right
1: now. Is he mm-hmm. okay? Cause I know he was a DNP coach's decision on uh, last week. Uh, I know he's just basically off the rotation entirely because they're playing the younger guys including Damian Jones who they picked up off the waivers after the Lakers let him go so that, to- that I tells you like right now Jones
0: a lot I, I thought we could have done well uh, keeping him
1: the kid cannot rebound like Hassan Whiteside I'll no. just say that
0: but you know that the simple reality is is that big rebounds that doesn't really bring any bells anymore for yeah. people
1: Tell that to Andre Drummond. So that's why I know. he's got to have know, he, big game I mean, statistically,
0: good. he's he has a higher percentage of rebounding than anybody in NBA history. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got to keep it going. And I was watching him. To, I was watching him tonight on the defensive boards, and he's a good rebounder, man. He he grabs almost everything that's around there. But again, it's against Houston. So like Le- yeah. L. Rob was saying, uh, L. Rob was mm-hmm.
1: very astutely saying that, you know, watch him against the guys that are at or above his level as far as talent-wise. Those are the days he has issues with and days he has problems because – And the Knicks, cannot- game, the Knicks
0: game was really important in that respect because the first Knicks game he had three points, ten yeah. rebounds. This Knicks, that was and, right after and, that great – basically game. every time he's played against a team that's. An elite defending team or has an elite shot blocker, he hasn't done well. Um, and that's basically why I've based most of my opinions about his potential with the Lakers. The if Knicks game, I see, thought,
2: was a real game changer
0: for him. If
2: you want to he really play well, I mean, you still got to throw it into him in the post occasionally. I mean, yeah, that was really frustrating last year. Um, I mean, Dwight Howard would have great position and they wouldn't even throw him the ball. Yeah, I know. It's it's, like, oh, come on, Tonight, tonight, I even
0: saw Kuzma standing right underneath the basket and throws it out to the three point line when he could have laid it up. I, I yes. was, I you thought, know, I
1: don't like that. You as know a shooter, I man, I wouldn't, that. I
0: wouldn't have turned down that two points ever. You, <laughs> you know,
1: know, I cannot stand that mentality these days. That just drives me wild mm-hmm. when they do. Well, you're always,
0: you're always giving something up if you hit, if you go into the paint intending to shoot or intending to pass. Yeah. You need to go in there intending to make the right play, depending on what the defense does. If
1: I was Vogel three on that play, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> true. But I'm saying still, for me, I know, if I'm I know. vocal, I'm coming out there with a towel. You can see all of the old school the guys going, at them going <sighs> what are you doing, man? So I will say this, that it was a great victory, though. Nonetheless, the Lakers coming back in the last minute. Even though they led most of the game, they let it slip, but came back on a Kyle Kuzma layup just a few seconds left. Tht and that's something I want to hit you up with right now, Rob. Is Tht after last night's roller coaster performance, which was very uh, nerve wracking to say the least, with a lot of turnovers, but again the heroics in overtime, he followed it up today with a 22 point, 10 assists. Only two turnover game, which I'm really happy for him, played a lot more under control, played a lot more within the offense. I think he knew tonight that exactly what war was going on for him because there was no AC in the lineup because AC was expected to play the majority of the minutes yesterday and did not. THT knew going into this that he was going to get the lion's share of the minutes at the guard spot, and I think it paid off for him and the Lakers as well.
2: He needs, gets all the reps he can get, so it's great to see a game where he can pretty much um, run the show. Um, Knicks is a tough team, you know, so seven turnovers, and Knicks are going to make you work, and if you're careless, they're going to take advantage of it, and they're going to force you into turnovers. So that's a good learning experience from him. Yeah. We're gonna need him. We're gonna need him at some point in the playoffs to come in and 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 contribute. And so he's gotta get used to some of these clutch moments. Most of the other guys have played in pressure moments, uh Caruso, uh Wes Matthews, uh of course KCP, um, all of those guys have, but we're gonna need the skills that THC brings.
1: Laker Tom, let me ask you this. Well, we let, had, let me add,
0: let me add something to
1: what it was on THT. It was on THT. So yeah. do you think he can play? A, he could, do you think he can make a major contribution in this year's playoffs?
0: No, oh, I definitely do. And, and it's all based upon. One of the things that Polinka has done a great job of. Is he hasn't, I would have preferred if he gotten a lot more shooters, but he's gotten a very balanced roster so that you have all of these different weapons that, that, Vogel can pull in, and and there are going to be matchups where they can't handle a guy like uh, like the way that Talon can attack the rim. There are going to be matchups where a three-point shooter like Ben McLemore is going to be an intensely great weapon. There'll be games where Gasol's ability to pass and play center and, to, and have a big body may help it. There'll be other games where I think Drummond can beast on. You know, like, like I definitely think against the Nets that Drummond is going to would kill the Nets. If you're going to play the Utah Jazz with Rudy Gobert down there, you definitely want to play Gasol. All year we've been screaming about the Lakers' big depth of all of the depth that turns into a 10 or 11 man rotation. I'm starting to come around with a feeling that that may not be a detriment. It may be an advantage as we go into the playoffs because we can tailor the lineup that plays again, each series. And we saw Frank do this last year. We can tailor it into an eight or nine man rotation. That is going to be very specialized for the opponent and and perfect for the matchup game. Um, And I think what we're seeing in the last few games, the last three games specifically are role players becoming stars of the game even just for one game or even just for one quarter or one moment in the game, in the case, like Wes Matthews, twice had great plays that were game determining plays. Same thing with Taylor Horton Tucker, same thing with Kyle Kuzma. And so you, you get a whole series of of things that are all of a sudden you're starting to see these role players being able to rise to the occasion, occasionally not as met, not as often as another third star would, but, the plays that they have made have impressed me. They have showed great character. They've shown great confidence. They've shown great determination to, to not lose the game. You know, They played very tough, and I think that that's something you can really put in the bank for the Lakers at this point in time.
1: We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on over 30 more podcast outlets. Well, I want to say he's back. Was it Laker Tom that broke your internet, or was it Envy Energy out here? Because Envy Energy broke my life earlier this morning for five hours when it went. It was a power <laughs> outage, and it ticked me off. It actually broke one of my ACs here in the house, so I'm really mad at them for that. But yeah. go ahead, El rob You were yeah. saying on, on THT and what he can do for us in the playoffs. Yeah,
2: yeah. his ability to create off the dribble, we're going to need that that extra guy who can get into the paint and, and wreck havoc. So, and he's confident. We need somebody who's going to be aggressive. You know, LeBron. Not afraid to take is, a tough shot. Uh, yeah, he can make tough shots. So behind LeBron and Dennis, as far as getting to the basket and scoring, he's, he's the next guy up. So, yeah, at some point we're going to need him.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be something to watch as we finish out the rest of the NBA season right here at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you joining us. But before we head on out, guys, El Rob, I want to hear your thoughts on what's going on with the upcoming games and what the Lakers need to focus on and if they still have a chance to go ahead and pick up the sixth seed. Because again, they have to win both and Portland has to lose both their games coming up in order for the Lakers to jump over for sixth place. Laker Tom, before we head on out, I want you to go ahead and explain to everyone why they need to check out what you're doing at Lakerholics.com.
0: I think the thing that I'm really focusing on, and I'm trying to figure out how to promote this on the blog, is the confidence building that's happening with the role players on this team right at this moment. Okay. Because when you go into the playoffs... And even in just the game of basketball itself is such a a game that is so dependent upon the players being confident, confident. You can stop that guy when he drives confident, you can make that shot confident. You can get that rebound confident. You can complete that pass. And as you get closer to the end of the season, as you get ready and you actually get into the playoffs, the pressure ratchets up so much that it affects the players' abilities to compete at that level and to, to make those plays happen. And, Having done it before, even if it's just at the end of a game, the way that, you know, Lee was saying the same thing about the veteran stars who've been there before and how THC maybe now is starting to join that group of players because he's seen, he's seen them do those things. Um, The Wes Matthews, the Danny Greens, the, the players who've been around and have proven they've won championships, you know, and last year we had like six or seven guys who actually had championship rings. So it wasn't like you were talking about a team with just LeBron James and nothing else. But aside from LeBron and AD, we've never really felt confident we could win games without them. And when we had didn't have Schroeder earlier in the year, we lost three straight, and it was total panic time. We've hung on pretty doggone tough without LeBron, and we've learned how to win. And uh, now I think what we're seeing is that we're seeing our role players suddenly – learning how to make big plays learning how to win games themselves to be that contributor to 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 rise to the the occasion to you know to even when that spotlight is brighter and harsher than it's ever been to to come through i i'm, I'm really proud of the way that the team has responded every single player on the team you know this this was a big team win the last 3 games have been excellent confidence building games and i'm sure lebron and ad were proud of the team too watching them on the sidelines and, and raising the banner and, and yeah, there was that hiccup of giving up the, the, the nine point run there, but we came back and we won the game with great offense and great defense in the last two plays of the game. Can't ask for more than that.
1: Can't ask for more than that indeed. But before we get on out L Rob, the winner of the first annual, I'm going to call it right now, my friend, the first annual ESPN fantasy basketball league for the Lakers fast break the champion, and the guy, again, who wasn't even there for the draft, and basically ESPN selected for him, and he still wins, just to show you how smart of a game master he is. My friend, before we head on out, I give you the floor on what you're looking forward for the Lakers to complete and accomplish. We're hoping that LeBron, who said on Twitter today that he's close, he's very close to returning, I'm hoping that he's going to be close enough to show up on Friday that game
2: Saturday. Oh, Saturday.
1: Saturday 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 yeah, yeah sadly well
2: thank you uh it's a few more days left in the fantasy so I'm not gonna you got this in the it, bag it, my friend you got it it's all yours but, uh, I think my first move was was it was drafting uh RJ Bear i seen he was on the he was on the he was on the um free agency a wave a where it and uh let me see I needed blocks I picked up uh uh Boucher, over yes. in, from you know, I picked so. him up
1: in several leagues. Excellent move. Excellent move.
2: And uh so yeah, and Halliburton, you up too. Halliburton, yeah, I've seen really him his promise early, so he helped me out a lot as well. So what I'm looking for is continuation of. I would like to see Drummond see if he can go for three straight good games. I'd like to see Kuzma three
1: team. straight good games.
2: Yeah, that's right. So just some continuity with those guys continuing to deliver. Uh, Phoenix probably did not want to see the Lakers, so I expect them to give Portland a uh, a loss, um, and then it'll come down to the last game of the regular season. Portland they had got Denver at home, so Nuggets, yeah, Nuggets. Depending on what Denver and the Clippers situation is, how how much Denver will really need that game. So actually, I'm just kind of watching how some of these other races go. You got a you got a bottleneck there with uh, I think New York, Atlanta. And somebody else over in the east. No, not Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. oh yeah,
0: it's Miami. Maybe Miami,
2: Maybe Miami. It's Miami. So that's going to be interesting because whoever's, you know, you want to definitely be in that fourth and fifth spot so you don't have to play. Well, also, the,
0: the Warriors, the Warriors, and the Grizzlies on the last day. Yeah, who's number? Who's number eight? Which is going to be a, yeah. oh, most likely, you know, the Lakers play in tournament. You know, I I I really am starting not wanting to play the Warriors in the play-in game.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, especially if Wiggins played. Like, he played the other night. He was out really? of line. So.
0: You can't count yeah. on Steph going for one for 11 again. You know, I mean.
2: No, nah, but I, I'm really, I mean, we got enough. If if Dennis is back and KCP, we Yeah, we guy. should, but, but I
0: never I never yeah. minded an easier route to the playoffs. I never really complained about nope, it. Me either.
2: I don't think Memphis is going to be a piece of cake either, though. So, yep. if you're in that seven and eight, Memphis is going to be tough as well. I mean, Memphis last year, I don't know, did they beat us? Or if they didn't, they certainly scared us to death every time they, they, we played. They beat us once during the regular season. Yeah, and I know another game, Jai kind of had his way and I think, you know, we took over like the last three minutes of the game, but they had pre- pretty much... Yeah, he, he was end.
0: unstoppable that game. He He... Uh...
2: He so got in. He
0: would get into the air and and would just move the ball around, and it was just masterful. Yeah,
2: in the playoffs or even a play in. I mean, everybody's got talent. Everybody's got somebody yeah. who can who can beat you if they go off. So you
1: know. Yep. Coming down to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's going to be very interesting to see how this it gets laid out, especially on Sunday when all the teams are playing their, their games at the same time. So definitely looking forward to that. It's going to be very crazy, especially if there's a lot of spots on the line as far as that's concerned. So we'll be going ahead and updating you each and every time out right here at the Lakers fast break. The next game for us is on Saturday. So please uh, be around for that. We hope you are looking forward to going ahead and being part of that matchup. So again, we will be here on Saturday. If you have any questions for us, at Laker Tom on Twitter, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, and, of course, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. But once again, a great victory for the Lakers as they pull it out in the last minute. Just great performances all around from Kyle Kuzma, Andre Drummond, THT, Montrez Harrell, Alfonso McKinney, just some great performances around. I do want to go ahead and recognize everybody that played a role. Markeith Morris, everybody that contributed and contributed well. Want to give our hats off to them. And
0: Wes Matthews.
1: Wes Matthews with that great steal at the last minute. It just was truly a great performance for the team. And it all panned out with no LeBron, no AD, no Schroeder, and no AC, that the Lakers still managed to pull out the victory. 124 no to Jared 100. Dudley. Yeah, I know Jared Dudley, too. Yeah, okay. Need I digress. But once again, it is the Lakers coming out on top, 124 to 122. Big shout-out again to Albert and everyone out there that's watching and listening to us. We'll be back on Saturday. That's right, Saturday against the Pacers. where the Lakers play the Pacers, we'll be on right after the game. So we're looking forward to it. Thank you once again for everybody for watching, for El Rob for Laker Tom, and also please be a part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com and the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their great shows from there. So from the Lakerholics.com crew, this is Gerald Glassford saying, we'll see you Saturday right here at the Lakers Fastbreak Podcast.